there's also a hot take going around that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Oh, I've heard that. I love that take too. Welcome back to another episode of Is This For Kids? I am Jonathan Bearded Blevins. I'm Katie Mrs. Ruby. And we have a banger for you today. It's going to be so good. I th- Okay, they need to join the Patreon so they can know why we're laughing, right? Yes, they There's do. So Check out our Patreon. Content. Go to isthisforkids.com. Speaking of, uh, is this for kids? Yeah. Is, it? is leaving your kids home alone for kids? How old are your kids? I have questions. That's my question for you, actually. I want to start off this episode mm. by asking you that question. What? Not legally. I don't care about the law. I mean, I do care about the law, but like not really. What age do you think the law should be for a kid to be able to be home alone? alone? So in general, what what do you think? You think it, you're, I know your answer already. It depends on your kid and it the does. other kids that are home with them it and does. the maturity and emotional responsibility and well-being of that child. And how long you're going to be gone and how far away you are. Okay. I just asked because as soon as my oldest can stay home alone, we save money on babysitters and it's going to be great. Yeah. So my oldest daughter was always very responsible. We left her home alone when she was eight for like an hour at a time. Like if we were just going to run to the store, we would leave her home by herself, uh, not with any of the other kids. We'd take all the other kids and she would stay home, doors locked. Nobody answers the phone. Nobody answers the door, that kind of thing. Uh, When she was eight years old, my son, the very next child after that, I would not leave that kid home alone now, probably. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I do. He's 13. But like he, it was much later for him. He was just not responsible enough for that. And, um, and then each kid after that, it's kind of just kind of gone with it but then like now i have a 15 year old daughter so my three-year-old gets left home alone with the 15 year old because yeah. she's old enough to babysit that's awesome my dad yeah. has a story uh we were not supposed to answer the phone when we were home alone mm-hmm. and my brother so if, if i was probably nine or ten my brother chris was like eight maybe maybe i was eight and he was six so maybe my parents left me at home when i was eight i don't mm-hmm. know but apparently my brother chris answered the phone multiple times my dad's and this is a pre-cell phone mm-hmm. right so my dad's boss was calling mm-hmm. and and chris answered the phone and hello and his boss is like, hi, can I talk to your daddy? He's not home. Hung up. And then like five or six Ooh. more times. And finally at the end, he's like, he's not home. Stop calling. And, yeah. and then we met like that. Uh, my dad's boss like a couple months later. And he like told the story. He's like, which one of you is answering the phone? And Chris was like, me. Oh, it's hilarious. My dad's like, I told you not to answer the phone. See, I was in a club at school in first grade for latchkey kids, which are kids that let themselves in after school every day. Like it was a school sponsored club where we talked about safety rules and, and things like that. And and like I had to there, I remember specifically the house that we lived in when I was in first grade, the sun shone into the front windows. And my mom was always very concerned about the house heating up too much and needing the electricity bill and also someone seeing us home alone. So whoever got home first had to pull these blinds that were inexplicably on the outside of the house to cover the entire outside front window um and i could never figure out how to get the blinds to pull like you had to pull them at an angle and i could never do it interesting so i used to get in trouble for not pulling the blinds in first grade that's fascinating yeah it would have been six how old was macaulay culkin when he was left home alone by his parents eight eight years old yeah ma'am i'm eight years old uh i want to start off this episode we are going to be talking about home alone Mm -hmm. one the 1990 movie yeah not home alone 2 or 3 but i want to start by saying a take that i genuinely believe and i know is wrong and i know people are going to hate me for it but i'm okay with being the sacrificial lamb when it comes to this i love that you've compared yourself to our lord and savior (laughs) someone has to talk about the importance of home alone 3 it is the best home alone and it's not even close better than one and two combined the kid is uh, is adorable acts perfectly uh, there's a talking parrot. 
uh, it is just it's hilarious. And the pranks that he pulls on the people trying to break into his house are just hilarious. I remember watching as a kid, loving it. But we're not talking about Home Alone 3 today. We're talking about Home Alone 1, the classic. Yep. First one starring Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hara, Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, all those guys. Yeah. A lot of famous people. So famous. Actually, Daniel Stern is that guy that nobody knows his name and they know who he is. And you see him in a movie and you're like, that's uh, that's Marv. Marv? What's his real name? Cause oh, yeah. It's, just, it's Marv. just Marv. He's just Marv from Home Alone. Poor guy. I'm so sorry, Daniel. Yeah. I mean, I think he's basis. probably doing okay. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing sure. great. But not like fine. I mean, he's better than I am. But not like fine. I don't I don't like that's that a, word choice. That's like looks. I know. That seems to imply that you would like to fondle him. No. <laughs> oh, my him. gosh. No, I'm just he's like, yeah. He's, you're like, oh, he's fine. Anyway. He's fine. <clears throat> he's fine. So I remember specifically watching. Well, well, actually, I know most people have seen Home Alone, but maybe just give them a refresher. A quick plot refresher. Yeah. So Kevin McAllister is our main character in Home Alone. His family is going to be going to Paris for Christmas to visit an aunt, I believe. Anyway, so there's this huge extended family that's staying with them. They're supposed to leave in the morning to get on the plane. Kevin gets into some trouble the night before. Kevin! Gets sent to bed uh, early. There's all sorts of Easter eggs on the internet about how they might have overlooked Kevin based on that kerfuffle scene that happened there. But anyway, he gets sent to bed early and they all oversleep. And they quick run out to the vans. A neighbor kid gets counted as Kevin. And they all fly to France, not realizing that they've left Kevin at home until they're halfway over the Atlantic Ocean. And so they have to land in France and try to get back to Chicago, where Kevin has been left home alone at Christmas. Yeah. And then some robbers. Yeah, there's some robbers who have cased the joint. They've been going around the neighborhood uh, robbing people and then also flooding their houses, which is insult to injury. And, uh, and, and. Kevin becomes aware that that they're planning to rob his house. And so he is going to defend it. Yes. Uh So I remember watching this as a kid. And I remember my mom, who is very, people probably who listen to the show already know, like my mom was uh, very careful about what she let us watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons or anything like that ever. Even Red and Stimpy. She was like, that's not good for you. It's like, okay. So I remember watching Home Alone. I definitely had to be youngish, like 10, 11. I was worried you were going to whiz on the electric fence. Yes. <laughs> and I remember my mom like being shocked at the language in Home Alone. Like I remember like multiple times her being like, <gasps> that word is in there? Like, <gasps> and me just being like, wow, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that I'm allowed to watch this movie right now. And I just had this vague memory of that. Mm. And then I was re-watching it for the show. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh. It's horrible. I, I mean, for kids, I, the, the language is insane. Okay. Insane. I don't, I, it's, I, and I also don't love it when I rewatch it. Who forgets their kid? It's unrealistic. You're a bad parent if you forget your kid. Wow. Forgetting your kid at home when you're traveling, it, it, that is not for kids. Now, have you seen the thing <laughs> where people are all freaking out about how, how, did they, how did they not notice they still had a ticket for Kevin, right? Right. Because when they got into the, the whole thing and he spills the milk at the beginning and the pizza that got him sent to bed, they were wiping it up. And you see they wipe up his ticket and it lands in the trash. So if you mm. zoom in on the trash, Kevin's ticket gets thrown out. People on TikTok everywhere have every year, it just ad nauseum. It's like, is what's it called a, a christmas movie and did you notice that kevin's ticket got thrown away that's the entirety of the internet for the whole of december there's also a hot take going around that home alone is not a christmas movie oh i've heard that i love that take too yeah because the i've actually i think i told you about this were you the one i don't know maybe that home alone that in order to be a christmas movie 
Christmas has to be central to the plot. Yes. If you remove Christmas from Home Alone, it's the same movie. Yep. So it's not a Christmas movie. Yes, I agree 100%. Uh, but so as I watched it, I thought, I mean, the, the language, like, you know, are we allowed to say, we, do we say it? I, mean, I, I, uh, I mean, On I the know, episode just... that most recently uh, came out as of this recording, I said a lot of swear words. Yeah, I mean, just so. Just the one repeatedly. They say they say shit and crap and horses ass and uh, and and bitch and and damn. I mean, oh, pretty much every one of them. Okay. I I'm feeling assaulted hearing it from you. You should <laughs> because that's how we should feel. Like like that's how I think an eight year old shouldn't hear those words. I know it's out of context, but still, I just don't think eight year olds should be hearing those words. Like my my eight year old does not know what those words are yet. I think like this is another one of those times where we're gonna have this discussion maybe in greater length later, but. I think you're in a privileged position as far as what your children have heard. When I saw this movie in 1990, my parents were still married. So I lived on a military base when this I heard those words before breakfast every day. It was not uncommon to hear those words. Everybody's dad screamed them at the neighbor's dad would scream it at you without any problems. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying it is the reality of most kids. Most? I would, I'm going to bet you $1,000 that other than your kids are up, put it in the comments if I'm right. People have caught their eight-year-old saying those words. John, I need you to see this picture okay. that I took of my kids. Hang on. I'm scrolling back here. That was, that's Christmas. Today, Junior. It's last Thursday. That's 45 minutes ago. Hello. Okay. Hang on. It's okay. It, here it is. Here it is. Here. It just took me a minute here. Oh, that is a really nice picture. Instead of like scrolling to show people your favorite pictures, you could just use soul tiles. What's a soul tile? It allows you to take any picture from your phone and upload it onto a piece of glass that you can then display in your house for anyone to see. Glass. John, don't you think that's going to break? No, it's tempered glass, which is vibrant, beautiful, and durable. Okay. I am so bad at hanging things. Like I just, I can't get it straight. Let me stop you right there. Uh -huh. You know that I am too. My wife does all of that stuff around the house. However, Soul Tiles makes it super easy by giving you an entire direction kit and a level that helps make it super easy that even you could do it. All right. You've almost got me sold on it, but my house is so small. There's probably not sizes that make sense for us. Scott and Elizabeth thought of everything. You can get 8x8, 8x16, 8x24, whatever size you need. Go to soultiles.com forward slash ITFK. That's how they'll know that we sent. I'm sure they have, and, I, and I'm not naive. Like Not just heard them, but heard them enough to feel confident saying them. Okay, I have to be, I have to be very like clear here too. I am someone who does not think that swearing is super bad. Like I don't think it's a bad thing to do. Right. Um, in fact, I enjoy swearing uh, quite often, but I just don't do it in front of my kids. And it's just not like I want my kids to understand what it is and that words matter before they choose to say those words and not just say it to be cool. And I think you can parent that way. And I like the way you address it. Like yeah. you can say that word if you're in this exact circumstance and we forget you at home and you're saying this word. But at the same time, like for again, for me, my oldest is eight. My youngest is three. I'm like, there's no shot I would show this this movie to my kids yet. Really? Yeah. All right. Especially when Home Alone 3 exists and there's like nowhere near as many swear words in Home Alone 3. So I think swear words are the kind of thing that your kid gets adjusted to based on how often they hear them, how much they're around people who swear. If they're in public or even private school, like your kids are homeschooled, so they're a lot more insulated than other people's are. But if they're out in the world at all, they've heard these words. If they go to the pool in the summer, they've heard these words. Like it just is what it is. And it can make you feel uncomfortable. That's that's fine. I, I just, I, which is weird because you swear in real life way more than I do. Yeah. Like, 
Because I think that's by I think far, it's great. I think I'm putting out a vibe that like I'm a sweary girl and I'm not. I once had somebody on a business trip offer to pay me fifty dollars if I would say the F word because they had never heard me swear at all. You took the fifty, right? Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. And and by the way, children, if you're watching and you shouldn't be, don't swear so that one day somebody will offer you fifty dollars so yeah, that you can see? quick fifty bucks. All you have to do is not say the F word. Yeah. There are and there are other things about the movie that I just think are like like interesting. Yeah. Uh, the the, the normalization of of pornography of having like the Playboy stuff and like the the half naked posters like I remember watching the movie and just being like oh and and by the way I'm influenced like this all the time my whole life so I know that I'm maybe an anomaly here mm-hmm. um or maybe it's a common I don't know but like I remember watching this movie and being like oh when I'm like 13 14 15 I'm just gonna have pictures of like beautiful women on my walls because that's what you do. <laughs> Like, like I, that's like where my mind went when I would watch media. Yeah. Um. And so I'm like, I'm just like, ah, that's in there. Like, nah. And again, I know I'm in the minority here. I just didn't ever really love the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, ah, I probably wouldn't let my kids watch it until they're like 12, 13, 14. Yeah. In what world would a 12 year old even want to watch this movie? What do you mean? I found it kind of enjoying like the more now than I did when I was a kid. No, there's no way. Like my kids are now beyond the age of finding this funny. And so they don't want to watch it anymore. But when they were eight, nine, ten, they thought it was the greatest movie in the whole world. Really? They thought it was so funny then. And like, again, we are not like I'm giving you the impression that we're a huge sweary family. We're not. We are pretty sheltered. Our kids are really good kids. They generally don't swear. Like they don't even say omg because i make him go to confession and you know deal with that situation like we don't misuse the name of our lord like i'm very yeah i'm very careful that my kids have proper words to use but at the same time i'm not worried about it if it comes up in a movie it's just a context of of how it comes up but what you're talking about i was not terribly loving the pornography in the kids room he has a playboy um Although it does speak a lot to how much worse Playboy has gotten since. Oh my then. gosh, yes! Your kid accidentally goes on Google and they're gonna—it's—it's it's horrible. Yeah, and and honestly, you need to start having talks about pornography with your kids well before you think you do, because the average age of seeing pornography is eleven. Yeah. So like, you need to be in that fight way earlier than that. But I mean, not at Christmas time. This is a Christmas movie. Calm down. Right. We don't need to talk about porn right now. Um, but there's no sex. There's no drugs. There's no nudity. And there's most of the swearing is you know obviously a jerk the debt the, the person who says the s word is an angry uncle that you don't like like it's you know it's kind of what, what characters do you like because this is my other take about this movie is that they're just all horrible people john candy john candy He's, was fantastic john candy is only ever fantastic he ad-libbed this whole movie really yeah i feel like we're not doing that enough anymore I feel like that I mean, was we're more, doing it right now. Well, that's true, but I mean in movies, I feel like that was way yeah, more common back then. That's a skill right there. You're just like, I think Will Ferrell does it a little bit. Uh, so. Definitely, for sure. Which is funny. A bajillion percent. But I, yeah, I just found the movie like there's just not that many redeemable characters at oh. all. See, I and resonate I'll, with the mom so much where she's she's just so angry with him because she's overwhelmed. She's packing all these people to go to to France. She's got to get passports. There's a cop showing up at the house. Her crappy brother-in-law's there, and she hates that guy anyway. And they ate all the pizza, and the kid's being a jerk, and like. I get it. She's mad. She freaked out and and circumstances came up in such a way that it was possible for her to miss a kid and the guilt and shame that she feels and how hard she works to get back to her kid. That resonates with me. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I'm not going to leave my kid and go to France. You could have nine bourbons on a Saturday morning before a trip and still not forget your kid. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I'm saying. 
<laughs> makes no sense to me. Like in no world, Who's am I leaving nine bourbons? I'm just, the- I'm just saying. Like even in the craziest circumstance, there's no shot you're leaving your kid. No, there's not. But that was a lot of people. Like you ever notice that? Like, we and by live- the way, hold on, hold on. I just want to be very clear here. I'm talking about like traveling out of the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you, sure, you might have six or seven or eight kids and you like pick seven of them up and you forget one at soccer. Yeah. That but this does is not the make 90s. you a bad There was parent. no TSA line, really. You just kind of walked in. I'm just saying, at some point, before you get on that plane, you're like, where is everyone? Well, they did a head, they assigned a kid to do a head count and they did a bad job. Well, that's a, that's a, yeah. That's don't what happens that. when you're a mom. Head and counts like, for are not for kids. Yeah, you do everything yourself, and then as soon as there's another adult that you think can handle it, they don't do it right. This is how my kid ends up in the car without socks and shoes multiple times a week. Yeah. Because if I put her in the car, I make sure she has shoes and socks on. But if I have my husband put her in the car, he doesn't realize that that means she needs socks and shoes. Why not? Where are we going that she doesn't need shoes and socks? I have to ask you this question. Okay. So Jody and I have never once been late to church in our entire marriage. Shut up. Ten years, dead serious. Ugh. I have no. It's mostly her, mostly her. Ninety-eight percent. Like she gets the kids Good ready. Job. I usually make breakfast and everything. Like so, she'll shower first, and then she'll get the kids ready while I'm making breakfast, and then I'll shower like five minutes before we need to leave. Like I'm hopping in, um, and then when we are between five and ten minutes early almost every single time, which I would prefer to just walk in right before. But anyway, we're halfway to church the other day. Mm-hmm. And she realized we're more than halfway. We're 65% of the way to church. Okay. From our house. And 35 away from home. And she realizes that she has two different shoes on. And she's like, turn the car around. And I was like, no, we're going to be late. We've never been late in 10 years. I was like, I will get to church and take the kids in. We're already 65% of the way there. And then you can get in the van and go back and change shoes. And she was like, no, turn the car on. I was like, I'm not turning the car on. We can't be late. We have a 10 year streak. So, so we pull into the parking lot and I leave the van on assuming she's going to get in the car. It's we only live eight minutes away. <laughs> so you're 10 minutes early. You live eight minutes no, 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 away. We were, about, we were running late minutes. that day. We were running late to be, if we would have turned around, we would have been late for the first time in 10 years. Would you be there in time? No, mm. it would have counted, but I have this streak. It's important to me. So she, instead of driving home, she literally walked into church with two different shoes on. <laughs> Did she speak to you the rest of the day? Yeah, she apologized for how she uh, handled the situation. Jody! <laughs> she was he was right. wrong! I don't think I was wrong! Are you kidding me? I don't me? think I was wrong. Like, I, like she would have been five minutes late, and she would have had matching shoes. Or we all would have been five minutes late and ruined the streak. It, it was a very like, obvious decision. Do you think you're going to walk <laughs> up to the gates of heaven and St. Peter's going to be like... Hey, of course see you got, not. I see you had a 10-year streak there, I just John. care. We're going to give you the good room. I care so deeply about that. I don't know why. <laughs> and I was alone this past weekend with the kids, and I got them to church on time by myself. Oh my Very proud of myself. Thank gosh. you. Thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so I said 12 or 13 for home alone. I know that makes me a psycho. I don't care. You're That's where I'm at in my life. What about you? Um, eight and up. But I do want to tell you a funny story. Okay. That when I, my kids were little and they watched the show, they misheard, you know, the movie that he watches or he's like, he's like, you got to the count of three to get out of here before yeah. I pump your guts full of lead. Yeah. Right. My kids misheard that as pump your guts to the left. And my son yelled it at me in a fit of rage when he was like eight years old, completely unironically. So he was like, mom, I am going to pump your guts to the left. <laughs> what? <laughs> That is funny. And you knew immediately that that was from that. It took me a second. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. That's not even what he says, buddy. So, like, his impotent eight-year-old rage was made hilarious 
by that mishearing. And that is pretty funny. Now we bring it up every Christmas. That is funny. Pop your guts to the left. Um, we hope that y'all have an absolute lovely holiday, whichever one it is that you celebrate. Yeah. Because holidays to are great. isthisforkids.com to find everywhere you can find us, uh, particularly Instagram and YouTube, so you can leave comments. Um, what you'd like to see us talk about and review next. Yeah, make sure if you're listening to the audio version, though, go check it out on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Those written reviews is what gets people more, the, the more people get offered the podcast that way. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool and very helpful. We also have a Patreon now, which is very exciting. Uh, we content. have bonus content. There's a, For this month, there's a bonus Christmas episode. So we'll have some Christmas decorations. We're probably going to have some Christmas decorations coming up for some other episodes, too. Absolutely. Which we'll do in a minute. There's just so much media out there for us to navigate as parents. I'm Jonathan Blevins. And I'm Katie Ruby. And let us help you determine. Is this for kids? Is it for kids? Is it for kids?